Hello and welcome to a fresh new episode of Foodocracy for Her. I'm your host, Kalyan Karmakar. Foodocracy for Her is my podcast featuring women in the Indian food and business beverage industry. It's uh, the longest running podcast featuring women in the food and beverage industry. It's also an award-winning podcast. And uh, today I'm going to bring to you um, Annie Bafna, who runs uh, the Nutcracker Cafe. And I think there are three of them now, if not more. And um, uh, she's a Parsi and uh, she's a chartered accountant, which is not uh, very rare for a Parsi, but she's vegetarian. <laughs> and, and that is rare. I think the only other pure Parsi vegetarian whom I know is uh, my wife's mama, uh, Freddie Mama, and he doesn't eat uh, eggs as well. But that's not entirely why uh, I'm doing the interview today. Um, the idea for the interview was sparked off by uh, a family breakfast at Nutcracker uh, a few days back. And when um, we had a fabulous uh, scrambled egg over there, which I ordered inspired by a scrambled egg, which I saw in the adjacent table. And and uh, it's really by my wife, Kainaz, who's Parsi as well, that I've learned how to judge what's a good uh, scrambled egg. And it's probably no surprise that uh, you know one found a consistently good one at a cafe run by Parsi. So uh, without any further ado, as to say, let's get Annie on. So there's Annie, uh, welcome on board. It's good, good to Thank have you. Thank you. Thank you, okay. Kalyan, my pleasure. <laughs> my, my pleasure. And yeah. you know, yeah. before I get into the foodocracy for her questions, uh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask you something which you might perhaps predict. But okay. uh, your your scrambled egg because you know when I went to Nutcracker in Bandra, uh, yeah. I saw a scrambled egg which was almost eaten at, at the adjacent table and it looked pretty perfect. So we yeah. ordered one, um, and and it was perfect. And and a few days back we were at Geo World Drive and we were you know crossing across the Nutcracker uh, one there, and yeah. I peeped in like I always do, uh, yeah. and and I and I could see some folks uh, at the corner just across the class lasting and and i could see like a scrambled egg which looked uh, pretty mm. good so so what's the secret behind your uh, scrambled eggs the parsi scrambled eggs the parsi, <laughs> so, scrambled, egg. the parsi <laughs> scrambled eggs yeah so yeah. when we when we started uh, i mean obviously eggs was a large part of our menu because we are an egetarian sort of space and you know we started with the concept of all day breakfast and being a Parsi, eggs is something that obviously we hold very close to our heart. Yes. Um, and also, I mean, when we kicked off, we had um, a chef that uh, had been trained at, yeah. um, you know, a five star. So between him and uh, my mom and my old aunt, everybody <laughs> was in the kitchen and teaching everyone how to make that perfect creamy egg. Um, and honestly, that's one of the first things when we have new chefs coming in, when we have trials going on, when we're sort of testing people. Uh, you know, a lot of chefs, they'll do very many fancy things, but just yes, when you yes, ask yes. them to fry an egg perfectly or a sunny side up perfect or yes, a poach or yes. a scramble, you know, uh, that doesn't end up as technically perfect. So it's one of the key things that we put into our training program, you know, about how never on a high flame, never to over mix it, to take it off just when it's right, because it continues cooking for those few seconds after, yeah. uh, you know, you switch it off or pull it off the pan. So it's just something that, we've sort of drilled in again and again and again uh, over the years and sort of tried to pass on to everyone. And uh, yeah, so... And you've, <laughs> that, you've that not is... taken the easy way out because the, um, you know, you have another one which is with cheese and chili. So I'm yeah. assuming that your base one doesn't have cheese. Uh, or, uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we, I mean, do, we do, you know, the more you add yeah. cheese, butter, cream, yeah, it becomes yeah, uh, yeah. easier. It all happens, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you were yeah. talking about getting a simple scrambled egg and, and post egg, right? Um, yeah. If if I was not wrong, there was this movie, um, Hundred Foot Journey or something like that. Uh, where, About the where, French omelette. Yeah, where they said that, you know, the test is to yes. get uh, an omelette right. And, yeah. and I must thank yeah. you for yeah. that uh, chili idea that even though we didn't uh, do that, uh, yeah. when we were in Calcutta in the hotel recently and, and my wife wanted a egg sandwich to take to work from the hotel. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, no, no mayo and cheese, just, you know, traditional yeah. butter. Yeah. And yeah. I told the chef, just add some green chilies in it. And and, and she yeah. liked it. But uh, yeah, you, know yeah. what? you mentioned a, a five-star chef who was there at the beginning. Yeah. I must say that uh, very few five-star hotels uh, can get a, uh, you know, scrambled egg right. That is, that <laughs> in is fact, right. after then, uh, I was saying at the Trident, 
where mm. uh, we had a very nice scrambled egg at uh, at, at the Franji Pani, but mm. uh, back mm. in the lounge, I had to send two back and then gave up at that. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But so, I, I yeah, must, uh, it's it's probably your mom and your aunt. Uh, who had probably a bigger role in getting this uh, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, possibly, possibly, yeah, yeah. And I mean, even the French omelette, so we do a rolled omelette, and yes, yes. Uh, that is something each new chef that comes uh, in. I think Canna's uh, had will it, pick up. you know, that day Canna's had the French omelette, okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So every no, she had the chutney eggs, she had the chutney eggs. She had the chutney eggs, okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so the, go the, ahead. Yeah. yeah, so every chef that comes in, they'll sort of pick up the entire menu, and they'll be like, mm. you know, doing it, and then this rolled omelette is one thing that they're still <laughs> practicing. They're still practicing, you know, just to get it perfectly. So, yeah, maybe maybe people don't consider eggs that important. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or people just feel, you know, under hair. And so, especially, I guess, in in uh, in five stars, when it's uh, the morning buffet set up and they're doing it live yeah. and they have like a line of people standing, yeah. maybe they don't have the time yeah. to take that effort. You know, we get that often from the customers too and they're like it's just an yeah. egg why should it take so long <laughs> but like no because if it's not perfect they have to sort of start yeah. again, you know it, so, it's, it's, it's yeah. never just an egg I mean yeah. uh, I'm Bengali and eggs matter a lot to us yeah. as well but not as yeah. much as it does to Parsis and I picked up my <laughs> egg yeah. making skills I think during the pandemic and making you know breakfast every day and, yeah and, you know, yeah. yeah yeah but, yeah. but okay yeah. this is not about eggs um, hmm. and, you know uh, um I did speak about the fact that uh, you're you're an egetarian or a vegetarian. Uh, I am. I used to be an egetarian. I now am almost uh, pretty much wholly a vegetarian. I eat eggs when I'm doing tastings at work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think seeing 200, 300, 400 eggs in front of me every <laughs> single every single day, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, made me want them less. So yes. yeah, but primarily uh, vegetarian. So, um, you know, the interesting thing about you is you're a chartered accountant, which yes. many Parsis are. I, th I think you work in the <laughs> banking and yeah. Uh, yeah. finance yeah. Uh, sort of industry. So yeah. uh, from there um, to open Nutcracker and uh, congratulations, I believe it's uh, eight years. Uh, yes, yeah, that, that eight years this what? Sunday. Yeah, eight so, years. So, so 2014 is when we yes, started. Yes, yeah. wow. So, so eight yeah. years. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And that takes Thank a lot in, in Mumbai. For a, for a brand to, uh, you know, maintain itself. And I know you've opened not uh, two, but three more outlets, Bandra West, Band BKC, and also Palladium. But yeah. eight years is quite a long time. So obviously there has to be, uh, I think, a strong philosophy uh, behind uh, a food business for it to last and also the involvement of the people behind it. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. So so um, what made you start this and, and what part of your personal life philosophy do we get to see through your scrambled eggs and everything else <laughs> <laughs> so well to start I mean I when I finished college I really uh, there was a big part of me that wanted to go to culinary school and uh, but I also came from a family with a whole lot of CAs and people from a yeah. finance background yes. and to be honest, nobody ever put me or put pressure. In fact, they probably said, you know, don't do it, do something else. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but but I did want to study further. And, and, so, and you're a Bombay you know, girl, right? You're, you're a Bombay girl. Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes and, born and, and college, means, college means which uh, college and what? So I went to HR. I went to okay. HR college, did commerce. And okay. then I uh, put in, um, you know, I applied to KPMG. Um, I went for the interview. I got in and I said, okay, you know, I'm going to do my CA now. Yes. And so I spent seven years doing that, but um, I uh, I would not change that experience for anything yes. because it mm. taught me a lot of the values, a lot of, and I think a basic, you know, way to sort of look at things, always keeping the finances in mind. So I would not change that experience for anything, to be honest, if I had to go back, I would redo it. But I did want to go to culinary school and there did come a point where I just felt like this, this is not me, you know, this is not right. what I want to do. And uh, so seven years down, I switched professions and I had uh, just got married then. And then I actually started working uh, along with a close friend of mine. So she ran, uh, she runs uh, a very successful um, design, um, you know, business and uh, supplies to some of the largest sort of international um, designers. Wow. Uh, so they do design, hand embroidery, all of that. And yeah. we were just talking once I had sort of decided to phase out of the finance space and take a couple of months break when I got married and I was thinking what next and she said you know what why don't 
we work together and this is my closest friend so i was sort of apprehensive about yes yes uh, you know it's always yeah but mm. but we said okay let's give it a shot for 3 months and you know if it doesn't work we'll kind of uh, you know do something else i mean we'll sort of separate ways yeah. but that 3 months then became 7 years <laughs> So that was uh, the next sort of so, you know, so part seven years and then career. another seven years okay and then another seven years yeah and that taught me you know a whole lot of different stuff because it was obviously a more business focused role I yeah, was heading the operations there mm. yeah also it was a much more disorganized sector you know hand embroidery factories workers compared versus to KPMG very, and yeah you know, versus you know the big yeah versus big a very yeah, yeah proper professional time. background. So I think that sort of helped me, uh, you know, think of things more in a different angle. And there was always this little sort of bug about, you know, I want to do something with food. I want to do something with food. But honestly, those 14 years between both professions were extremely hectic, you know, 12 hour days, most of the time, six, yeah. seven days a week. Uh, and sometimes when you're running like that, you don't really take the time to pause and, you know, yes. rethink. Um and then um, I had my daughter, I continued working. I took like a four month, five month break and then I That's continued all? working. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, fortunately we had space in our office uh, to yeah. sort of make a little space for the baby <laughs> and she had mm. had her child a year ago. So yes. we would just bring our kids to work and continue, continue yeah, working. So, so like that's, in, yeah, so that's in-house home, home, home yeah. from work. Yeah, you know, you know nowadays. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. Home, so home from work. If, yeah. Exactly. You have exactly. to find the term exactly. right, exactly. and then we can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we get so, uh, posts on LinkedIn, which will get many hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so I continued, and then, but there came a point where you know I just felt like I had done my time there, and I had reached a point where I just felt I was ready to do uh, something else, you know, oh. and um, so I phased out uh, gradually. I took, uh, I think that was the first time uh, in my life in 14 years that I took a whole nine months off from work. Wow. And it uh, initially I was, I, I was loving it for the first mm. month or two months. But then I started getting really jittery and I kept thinking, <laughs> you know, and, mm. and I, I have to honestly give 90% uh, of the credit to my husband Siddharth because mm. so both of us are um, huge foodies. And okay. uh, so Siddharth is an investment banker also mm. from the finance background, mm. but has also done a lot of work in the F&B industry wow. uh, in the city and the country. And so it, it was always something that, you know, he that excited him and me. Mm. And, uh, you know, he pushed and pushed and he was like, you know what, just start small. So we don't burn our fingers in any yeah. big way if it doesn't go wrong. And, you know, at that time, you're just thinking how I'm not a trained chef. I've not yeah. done like, you know, schooling. I've not trained. I've not worked. Mm. Um, mm. But a friend gave me a very beautiful piece of advice and he said you know what just start putting it down he's like every day spend some time towards it you know it could be an hour it could be a class you go to it could be something you're testing out in your kitchen something you're thinking about a menu a space and he's like it will build up you know it'll yeah. sort of, you know the stacks will just keep sort of going higher and higher and it'll build up yeah. and I took that advice and I think that you know nine months I think uh, yeah about six months down is when um uh, I was actively looking for space and nine months down is when um, I signed up uh, the space at Kala Koda and then a few months later, um, you know, we opened with all the anxiety and honestly, if okay. I look back now, um, mm. I just, I just honestly think that uh, God was very kind because when <laughs> I think about how little I knew going in, I knew so little, you know, I, I had a love and I had a passion, but honestly, mm. that's not enough, you know? Um, no, so, yeah, but but I, what what worked? I think that the journey from there was just that I was extremely determined uh, to learn and be hands on in every aspect, um, and I think that that really, really, really made a difference because nobody can take you for granted. You know, um, you you sort of are so close to every operation, every customer, every part of the business that. Mm. Um, you know, really, you 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 know what's going on. You sort of mm. uh, you get the feel like nobody else will, honestly, mm. when you're there all the time. And the amount of passion that you bring, or okay. the amount it means to you, especially when it's something so new, mm. uh, you're more determined to not uh, to want to to want to succeed, right? So, I I think that 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 determination and also just coming from a finance background, I think one of the other things that really helped us is to not make um, 
or rather to make sensible financial decisions because yeah. once again you know to to have a model to do a lot of research and study to put together a business plan to really think mm-hmm. what's going to work what's not going to work you know if it doesn't like what do we need to go forward um, and i what happens is that a lot of people especially when it's the first time you get carried away right you see a mm-hmm. space and you say oh it's so beautiful but really and, the and rent in is and in kalaghara <laughs> yeah, such a beautiful yeah. part of the city yeah yeah but sometimes you you look at a space and you know you just realize that the rent uh, you love something but it's not mm. going to make sense financially and especially yeah. if you if you sort of make that wrong decision in the start on the rent half the battle is already lost you know yes. so i i think that we were very clear on what uh, what made sense what wouldn't make sense at least in terms of a financial structure and so going in very well planned um, uh, was one part and then just going all in you know really going all in at every level from being in the kitchen to serving customers clearing plates uh, helping the chefs like every single thing right there was no hr or accounts or <laughs> marketing or finance <laughs> or like anything yes. anything you know i would start my day at 9 in the morning i would end at 11 at night literally every wow. day for the first year uh, so yeah i think i just i just learned you know as we went and i was determined to sort of learn and make it work you you make it sound uh... so simple when you when you when you listen to it but but it's <laughs> and and i could relate to a, a few things which you said like for example the fact that you did not um, you or you do not regret the time uh, spent in uh, finance or then running yeah. uh, working in the design yeah. company because uh, i yeah. mean um, like you i uh, i mean um, like you wanted to be in culinary school i always wanted to be a writer and mm-hmm. and then you know mba happened and i got into market research and yeah. uh, and i did that for you know maybe 15 years and 15 years back is when i started blogging mm. and and i was blogging about food so it was a creative outlet and all that yeah. but yeah. um it's only a few years later that i decided to step out and move into uh, writing which was in maybe uh, 13 14 and and mm. the same thing like you uh, when i sort of took the break initial one or two months were fun uh, <laughs> yeah. you know but after you that, start getting uh, jittery yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So jittery um, you know and you're sitting at home you're missing the schedule um, yeah. in my case as i realized later it was um, anxiety and uh, and actually it's mm. leading to clinical psychological um, clinical depression and mm. and uh, yeah. you know your friend who sort of uh, recommended that you write it yeah. down so um, you know i started practicing buddhism and and mm. i was told to uh, sort of focus on trying to figure out what's your mission or objective yeah and, yeah. and then slowly it came to me that uh, you know it's about writing food from about food from different cultures i yeah. write it wrote on my blog and then um, you know yeah. uh, things started happening so uh, yeah. you know you, you you were speaking about um, you know no marketing and stuff but i do remember mm. um, you know when i go back to 8 years back that um, there were a lot of people who would um, write into me saying that there's this very nice place um you know in in kalagora called nutcracker and mm. and you must try it and and these are just like friends readers yeah. not like uh, you know um influencers yeah. or pr agencies yeah. or anything like that mm. uh there were two th- two things which again went against it one was uh, you know by then uh, you know one had no sort of reduced no no first of all reduced <laughs> traveling so so ah, to okay. go to kalagora i mean we'd still locally dr- drive down to lapen uh, you know at kalaba yeah. for breakfast and stuff but the yeah. fact that it was veg and egg uh, you know uh, <laughs> yeah, even if yeah. you know uh, one uh, went for breakfast and had eggs but it would still be say a you know benedict with ham or yeah, or yeah, salmon and, yeah. and, and stuff and uh, you know but um, yeah. if i was to think of it like a lot of things which you did then mm-hmm. are uh, things which are um, very uh, in today so for yeah. example uh, a plant based um, menu yeah. um eggs you know yeah. now people are realizing the value of eggs and that yolks are not bad um you know you you have vegan dishes in your thing uh, you have so many different types of drinks uh, you know um, with yeah. blending different fruits and things like that yeah. um uh, bits of millets or you know sardo bread yeah. and all of that so uh, in a sense you were a bit um, ahead of your time but at the same time because you were consistent so that by the time i think we were ready you were up yeah. there but uh, that's that's what i was trying to understand that what made you go in for something like this because kalagora cafe parsi yeah. owned if that story would all lead towards 
anything but this. Right? Not vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's true. M word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, it is. It is really interesting because um, uh, when we started, I mean, for me, the one thing that I have always held over the last eight years is that I will never do something just because it's a trend. Right, yes. I do something that that makes sense to me, that feels like mm-hmm. nutcracker, that you know, all of that. And at that time, so vegetarianism is something that, for example, growing up, of course, I eat meat. I was in a Parsi family. All of us ate, and I think that somewhere, bit by bit, as a family, we started phasing out. I think growing okay. up, I had a lot of like my school friends, uh, college friends. A lot of them were Gujarati, uh, Marwadi. Mm. Uh, Jen and so when we went out and we would be sharing food just eventually you know I would just eat with them and it was never um, it was never a point in time that I switched Mm. references it was a very phased out thing but it became a way of life like I said you know more than two decades ago and for me this project was not a business when I started Mm. it was about really something that I wanted to do something that I loved doing and uh, a more passion driven thing and when you have and yet it was a business like that. I, I, I just want to stress it is a business. that, it has that to you, you, you did make this point before yeah. that it was also a business. Yeah. It was not, yeah. Yeah. you know, you, yeah, you yeah. were not painting for the sake of wanting to paint. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Right. I mean, honestly, it has to make sense because it doesn't give there, you a feeling if you're burning money. And yeah. There were you know? salaries to pay and yeah. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but when you go in doing something that you're that passionate about, eventually what you're doing has to be an extension of you as a personality. Yes. Uh, maybe maybe other people find ways to make it work otherwise I don't I just feel mm-hmm. like you know this feels like me and so I have to do it this is something that is not me and I won't be able to give it my best mm-hmm. you know so it was just a natural thing then to sort of serve and cook up a menu which is what I ate uh, you know the menu was really when we started off a mix of things that uh, you know some of the stuff that I grew up uh, and I enjoyed eating some of the stuff that I like cooking at home. Some of the stuff that, you know, when I traveled sort of uh, came to me and I enjoyed and we put sort of little twists on it and introduced it to the menu. Um, and then also, in fact, in the beginning, we had a really small team. Uh, but we also, you know, I would work with the chefs and, you know, they brought in some of their ideas and we were mm. always open to sort of um, listening to everybody, you know, mm. to to for everyone's inputs and then creating something that, felt like a nutcracker dish and that's how we continue to work till today um so uh, it sort of just integrated the story uh, it, it sort of just came in and the menu um you know at that time possibly the concept of veganism i'm sure eight years ago existed but it was not uh, sort of close to as yes, popular yes. as it no, is and also, also veganism yeah. has uh, uh, you know changed um, you know because uh, earlier veganism was very militant. It was a political yeah. stand. Yeah. I think yeah. now, yeah. you know, veganism is also a way of life. And and I yes. think, exactly. um, you know, the vegans of today uh, yeah. believe in uh, sort of coexistence. Uh, and, and that's yeah. what I get. And, and you know, then, 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 the, then the barriers also come down. Because, you know, earlier, yeah. if, if you're very militant, then like, uh, you know, Bourdain would say, it's like the Hezbollah mm-hmm. faction. But you know, now yeah. it's more like yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Live and, yeah. live and let eat. But but Absolutely. it was not just veganism, right? Because there was also yeah. eggs. There were also you know yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah, but so, so I'm just saying as a concept, anything that came up. So for us, when we are putting something on the menu, and hmm. of course you have to adapt to times and what customers are asking for. And once yes. again, that's a large part of what we did. So we spent almost a month before we opened, getting in friends, extended friends getting people to try. And of course, people will have different preferences. But we always okay. notice that when 80% of someone of, of the population of the group that's tasting uh, has an opinion about something, typically most people will feel that way about yes. it, you know. Yeah. And also for the first year I spent, like I would talk to every customer that came in. And we I noticed that even in that. Bandra, when you when you opened yeah. Bandra yeah. West and yeah. you, you yeah. were around here. Yeah. And there you I mean, it's the... They've just guided us in in many ways. In terms Can you of give us an example of uh, how, you, you know where a customer feedback either made you change a dish or introduce a dish or maybe yeah, enhance yeah. So, it? Yeah. So when we started, for example, okay, we uh, just had eggs and then we had like uh, French toast, uh, French toast and pancakes, and then we had salads and sandwiches, and that was all. And then everybody was like, you know what? There's there's not enough main cost on this menu. We love yeah. your eggs, yeah. but we don't want to come in only for breakfast. 
and that's it that's when we started sort of you know introducing uh, the pastas and the yeah, rice bowls and stuff yeah. like that um yeah. honestly even the the, the gluten free options and the vegan options we had introduced them once long ago but that time there was just not enough of a demand for it and yeah, then what yeah. happened is that we would just end up with a lot of wasted so we stopped and then and, and there were fads when, then you know gluten free and all of that yeah, was fads exactly exactly i think now yeah. it's becoming more a part of conscious yeah. lifestyles conscious yeah, living yeah yeah and then and then for example when we started up uh, palladium so because we had a larger <laughs> space and a larger kitchen um what we did is we just put it out there we asked customers tell us what you would like to see on our menus next and we literally drew all our menu additions from that so you know we just sort of you know people were like okay we want a tiramisu so we said okay let's yeah. do a boozy version since we have a yes. bar somebody said we want hand rolled pasta so we said okay let's add in hand rolled pasta somebody said we want this so we just um, we kind of have always worked with what customers are looking for at one point we didn't have any soups on our menu and people would say okay you know but you need to do that at some point so uh you know or you need more small plates uh, now when the trend of small plates is sort yes, of yes. Uh, you know a little and and so and as we grew we also realized that there is a lot of difference between uh customers across all stores oh right? yeah, yeah, so, yeah 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 you know, the bandwest consumer and the you know geo world yeah. kalagora exactly very, very exactly kalagora exactly. probably you'd have a lot of the mm-hmm. tourists uh, ियलीजिंग um to to in order to to sort of push and make something vegan is something that i don't like to do i like to design something which naturally as a dish is like that and it's going to be tasty and it's great that you know then those i mean so like you said that those options that are uh, some of them which were vegan some of them which were gluten free i mean eggs honestly are just one of the healthiest things to have so Absolutely, all those yeah. just found their way in our menu and actually eggs are, eggs are finding their way and and eggs are yeah. finding their way back because yeah. you know it had got yeah. that eggs ghee mustard oil yeah. i mean after, after all this exactly. uh, you know um, bad press um, and yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. you know there's there's so much of our indian uh, cuisine which might not uh, you know uh, come into a nutcracker sort of space but which yeah. are naturally vegan you know yes. <laughs> it exactly right us. exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but what exactly. i also took out from your story um, is um, you know the word which is used a lot these days which is uh, collaboration because uh, mm-hmm. in a sense you were open to what customers were were saying so yeah. in a sense like the customers felt like they had a stake in it because uh, yeah. you know if if i was to tell uh, you know that i want a cortado for example and and then mm-hmm. you know it's introduced yeah. over there then then you feel yeah. uh, exactly good. And, yeah. and also the fact is that uh, you recognize the fact that okay there's so much you or the initial team knew and especially yeah. the fact that since you're not yeah. uh, you know a trained thing so probably uh, you must have got people who are p- perhaps making experts in making the tiramisu which you spoke of or the hand rolled pasta yeah. you know uh, yeah. you know uh, yeah. sort of not yeah. uh, in a yeah. way relinquishing control uh, yeah. which is yeah. always tough uh, you know for a Entrepreneur yeah. or a creative person. Okay, Annie, tell yeah. me, uh, you know, in in your menu, uh, which is the dish which uh, you know represents you the most? I mean, is it the papeta parido or is that too obvious a choice? I mean, I know there are different phases of your life, and you know, Annie the kid, Annie the investment banker. Yeah. Um. So Annie the friend say... of Jane's and Marwadi's in college. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh no. So um, I would say, uh. three of them yeah. uh, so on on the on the breakfast menu for me uh, it would be the french toast because and you have the is... savory french toast right no no we no no we don't have a savory we have we used to have a savory waffle in our lane like oh, a yeah, waffle yeah, yeah, yeah. savory waffle a season uh, that was going on yeah okay okay but yeah. no so it's it's a french toast but once again for so me that's that parsi was something... french toast is properly french it's so, it's not sweet so, it's not savory yeah. parsi is not savory because uh, yeah. it's savory yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so once again it's very different from the one that i grew up eating but mm-hmm. it is like we do a very thick chunk of uh, of of bread and then we sort of grill it on all sides so it's it's not like a flat thin one yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but just as a dish that's something that 
you know i grew up eating a lot a lot a lot and mm. uh, it just has this nostalgic home uh, feeling you know i would come back from school and sometimes i could come in and i would smell it uh, you know my mom making it for me or sundays or uh, so i think that one uh, would be and and, one. and 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 to just interject and yet mm. it uh, in a way um, you know um, um, represents uh, you know your experiences since then for example i make mm. what we call french toast uh, in calcutta with a savory and which stumps mm. all parsis like my wife kanas or or kurush yeah. is married to uh, ria yeah. uh, you know yeah. but but uh, you know i had my own touch touch now with different types of cheeses yeah. or yeah. yeah. seeds so in a way it it represents your uh, evolution perhaps like from the exactly. flat, you know yeah. to the grid yeah. okay yeah, yeah go ahead the, the other two and then the the second one uh, on our uh, pasta menu we have something called nutty spaghetti so uh, i am not a huge fan of eating sort of uh, too much pasta but for me when i go to, I, i could go to the fanciest restaurant but if i see an aglio olio i will just right. sort of order it blindly yeah. and um, for me you know on the nutty spaghetti we we sort of added this twist where we put in a little bit of orange zest and we top oh, wow. it with roasted almond flakes and it just uh, so it's not a traditional aglio olio but still it kind of uh, has that feeling and then it gives you these different flavors and textures oh, wow. which so bit sort of, of tea, you... bit of tang yeah. bit of yeah. tang bit of crust uh, yeah. crust wow. yeah. yeah and it's just a very simple bowl of comfort food and for me that wins any day to something which is very mm-hmm. fancy and you know uh, sort of you you just it's it's that bowl that you want to sort of just come home to at the end of the day and you'll just feel comfortable and at ease um so that that is that is the second and um, the third because i have a huge sweet tooth that i really really struggle with <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't <laughs> like really no now i mean it's amazing you, you, you I, we can see how people are just lowering their sugar right in terms of yeah. quantities in terms of things that people would eat before I, they I, I was really like, impressed that uh, you know i was flying back by vistara last night and there was yeah. a, a good fettle ice cream and and it mm. was written low sugar and about 80 calories or something like that yeah. uh so you know for an airline to give that to every consumer and not like exactly. a baskin robbins or yeah. amul yeah. like yeah. Uh, you know one used to do before yeah. but yeah. yeah yeah it is it is sort of uh, yeah. you know so but i still come but... came home and had some of the trifle uh, <laughs> pudding which i got back from kakata <laughs> for my mom in law yeah so yeah, when you have really... a sweet tooth you have a sweet tooth right yeah. but yeah for, for me uh, when i eat anything i just love a cross of textures in my food right so i like it when there's something chewy or crunchy or something that's constantly breaking and changing mm. and uh, so our dessert that we have which is called the seven layer cookie is is that right because it has like um it has a biscuit base and then it has three layers of chocolate so dark milk and white then it has wow. caramel it has butterscotch it has almonds and then we serve it hot so it's kind of and it's it's exactly all of that it's got crumbly it's got chewy it's got uh, crunchy with the butterscotch chips and then we how, how thick is it how thick is it it's a cookie it's a cookie, cookie. Wow. yeah so it's just seven layers no, but, but it's no, a cookie right no but it takes right? a lot so, of skill to fit in seven yeah. layers in a cookie right? so it, it's actually yes. much higher but we press it down when we bake oh, it so wow. then it okay. compacts and all of them yeah. melt into each other yeah. and that actually is our uh, has been our top selling item i think pretty much for eight years oh, wow. uh, you know day after day and and so that and because and it is sweet and so in fact once again you know like you said we adapted we now have a dark chocolate version we have a mint version yeah yeah, yeah. um the original one still uh, sells the most definitely mm. but but yeah there was a time i remember when we opened and i would get into work at 8 in the morning and i would finish at 12 at night when we would close the register mm. and do all our accounts and checks and everything and i would be on my feet the whole day and so exhausted i would have yeah, not yeah. anything but coffee and then at night i would just look at that dessert counter and i'd be like okay i'll just eat one so i think i think the first two weeks i ate one every day and oh, i think not out, not after that but yeah it it really represents my love for for sweet for for like just uh, a lot of mixed things experiences yeah. in one bite so yeah i think i was having um, the next time maybe not upload a picture yeah. because my dietitian like today i made breakfast <laughs> and she messaged me okay no no butter on the bread <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you can't have it when you're on your diet yeah. kalyan you've got to wait it out a little bit <laughs> you have to yeah, earn it <laughs> i mean yes 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 okay yeah, now uh, yeah. just before i get uh, back into a couple of questions on business i i have a question which uh, i guess my mom in law and kanas would want to ask you that um, uh, why is it uh, that in the papeta par idu 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the papeta is on the idu and not uh, idu is not on the papeta. This papeta per idu means um, uh, eggs on uh, potato, right? And in your case, uh, yeah, what I ordered yeah, it was yeah. But they both yeah. strongly uh, at the same time uh, advocated that it was the perfect uh, papeta yeah. with that you know little crunch and uh, yeah. Stuff. But uh, shouldn't it be uh, ida per papeta? So 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 once again, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I am I like. I think if you ask me what can I eat 365 probably, probably days no of the year. Probably no one you this. But... Yeah, no, no, no. But it all comes. <laughs> and it tasted I... damn good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So once again, like I said, I think I tweaked things to the way I like them. And yeah. I am like a huge potato fan. Huge, huge, oh, yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I could eat them like 365 days a year. So uh i when we were making it i mean you know and we did it the once again we tried it like way. many ways yeah. yeah and i'm like no you know that that's just too much egg and they yeah. were like but it's an egg dish and i'm like no but i want it to be a potato uh, up yes. dish you know yes. Yes. and and so and so we uh, we said okay you know we'll we'll put the we'll put the potatoes some of them huh. and then the egg and mm. then some more potatoes on the top to just sort of give it that feeling where the yeah. egg is between you know uh, and so we we just no and, and, and like the papetas were the yeah. star of that dish. Only yeah, problem is yeah. that the two ladies were sort of taking a, yeah. stealing a bit too many from my plate. But but I sort of had revenge on my mom yeah. because while she was having the four cheese sandwich, I finished her fries. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, uh, potato yeah, lover. Yeah, Bengali is Parsi. Actually, everyone yeah. because we were with Goa. Yeah. So yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. So you're going to complete um, eight years, or uh, you know. Yes. So uh, that's and congrats once again. Yeah. Um, and and you've grown since then because from one it's been four outlets and you know everything else. So yeah. um, what do you think uh, for you was the you know driver behind success and and growth and maybe some of the things which you learned on the way, uh, maybe were which were perhaps mistakes and which you sort of learned from and. Winter. You know, it's a very typical interview yeah. question, but yeah. you know, when you're on a when you're on a landmark, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you can so, be asked that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So when I think back, I think one of the one of the advantages some sometimes I think is that I was not from the industry. You're not coming into anything with a preconceived notion or a way that it should be done. Uh, yeah. It's good and bad because sometimes your life is easier when you know something. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you're better for it. Uh, you know, you tend to look at everything in um, an independent sort of way and you find your own path. Yes. Uh, so uh, I think that looking at everything through a lens to understand why should I do something this way? And that in turn just made um, every decision I made closer to what I am and yes. what I am comfortable doing. And uh, I think uh, that was one part. The second part, like I said, was spending a lot of time with customers, mm. um, understanding what people wanted. Uh, sometimes I would not even talk. I would just stand behind the counter. And for me, a very relevant point in a customer's meal is when the food is on the table and they take their first bite or two bites. It tells you so much without you having to go to the table. And I still spend a lot of time standing behind a counter and just just looking. Tell us some of your uh, the secrets of your trade. Like you know, when you're in college, you used to have these body language things for group discussions. <laughs> so how do you know a guy's no, liking so, it? No, Is it the, like when no, they become the, when they become no, the, quiet? Like when I'm eating something and really uh, like it. Okay. Yeah. Now don't don't uh, you know disturb me sort of thing. So, right. so the, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the thing with food is that it is such an emotional experience, right? that uh, it's very hard for whatever it is to not show on your face, yes, right? So, yes, yes. I mean, sometimes when you're sitting with someone and you take a bite and even if someone is in the middle of the conversation, well, they're like, hmm, it's good, try, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes they'll eat it and then they'll play around. Yeah. Or feel the pain between your first and your second bite uh, hmm. also accounts for a lot, right? So, yeah. You're taking really long for the second bite, but when something is really yummy, you just feel like taking yeah. that second bite uh, faster yeah. rather, rather than yeah. slower. Unless you know? um, I, I don't know. I mean, people spend a lot more now and consumerism and all that. But yeah. I'm thinking back in the day, like when money was tight and you were in pocket money and you were dating, then yeah. perhaps you take a lot of time between bites you because you yeah. want the thing to yeah. go on and on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. typically the expression on the face and you'll, you'll be able to sort of see what they're 
you know, in terms of even if someone is sitting at a distance, whether they like something, you'll push a plate towards the other person. You'll say, you know, try it. Or like you'll have a drink and you'll find it too sour and you'll be like, yeah. mm. you know, the, the, so you you just learn a lot from that from that expression. Uh, and, 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 and any any pitfalls or something which taught you something or, or any sort of things which went not the way you planned? So, so yeah, I think that in terms of the customer, there was one experience I had very early, long, early along, um, you know, where um, I had kind of a disagreement with the customer. Uh, we were a really small space and, you know, there was a certain wait period and we had told them it would be that long. Um, but they were kind of not happy to wait and mm. uh, they were waiting inside the restaurant and it's already really small. So when you yeah. kind of stand on inside, you're standing at somebody's yeah. table, you know, at, at Kalagoda. I don't think you've been to that one, but that's like much smaller yeah. than Bangalore. No, but I, so, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, so if you're inside yeah. the church, Churchill and waiting inside the church, yeah, you, know, yeah, like, yeah, you, you yeah. wait outside. Exactly, right? exactly, yeah. yeah. And then uh, they went up to another table and sort of asked... Um, uh, the person, the two girls sitting there, they asked them, you know, why don't you leave because your table is empty and you don't have any food on it. So if you're done, why don't you leave? And customers started coming to me upset, you know. And um, so I, I kind of uh, uh, had a, you know, it was it was making a lot of people in the restaurant yeah, sort of uneasy. Of, of and, yeah. yeah. And at that time, I was too immature too. like, there was no experience. And I'm like, you know, who's, who's annoying my customers? And I went out, <laughs> went out there. And like um, said maybe a few words that were too strong and that didn't go down well at all, to be honest. Mm. Um, it just made me realize that when you're in this industry, you can't do that. You know, it doesn't matter. You you, you, you can't do that. And I was not even impolite, honestly. I was, mm. I, was, I was very sort of polite, but you just realize that there's always a way to handle and get your point through. You could be saying the same thing, but in a different way. Uh, you know, because you're going to meet different personalities. And I mean, look, honestly, we have this a lot, you know, uh, especially around waiting. We have a lot of people that unfortunately speak, um, uh, you know, you get impatient when you're hungry, right? Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. you're and when you're told that you have to wait that long, and especially like if it's in the mall, you still have something else to do. But, yeah, have other options, at, yeah. but at a Kalagoda or Bandra, you're asking someone in effect, you know, you need to stand in the heat there for like yeah. 30 minutes or 40 minutes. If people will get annoyed right yeah. and 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 so you have to learn to to deal with it to do what's what you can do best to make that experience a little uh, more pain free for them but but and yeah so, but, but i also feel that customers also need to sort of be a bit more empathetic or or, or uh, compassionate yeah. i think that you know yeah yeah so i think that yeah yeah that, that's true side. too and you know sometimes there's a reality i mean if it's packed i mean what can either yeah. side do yeah. I mean, just yeah, just yeah, move yeah. on if you know if you we've really the want most, the place, then you wait on. Yeah, or, yeah. And we, we've had the most bizarre questions. We've had like someone, when we said we don't serve eggs, she's like, no, but there must be little chicken in your kitchen. We just put it in my sandwich. And I'm like, no, there's no chicken. We don't serve, we don't serve meat. Or like yeah. when the restaurant is packed and they're like, there must be a table. I'm like, but you're inside. You can see every single table is full. I, I don't have a hidden table or a section yeah. that I can help you with, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, sometimes people are impatient, but once again, I think it's just, uh, I mean, you can't change that, but you can change the way they feel by addressing it in a different way. And I've seen that time and time again, that customers also, sometimes they may come in with, uh, you know, a lot of irritation, but when you truly give a proper experience and you, you, you treat them nicely, or you understand where they're coming from, why they're behaving like that, you know, you, you just end up calming them down and then those customers will always remember you for it too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just, they become loyalists. I mean, yeah, you know, or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. I mean, human instinct is always to tell off someone, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that was my first and my last time that I ever <laughs> did that. And uh, it honestly was very valuable. It, it taught mm. me a lot, a lot, a lot and uh, about how to treat customers. And it's something that I've passed down to my teams, my people, I think when you yeah, ask because that, as you're, as you know, you're what expanding, else? you won't be there yeah. every day, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, when you ask what else it was, I think the third thing and for me, the most important thing really uh, that contributed to where we are today really is the team. I mean, we're very, very fortunate that we have people that we started with that are still uh, with us. Uh, and that's a lot because people don't stay eight years that, that easily. And, and also eight and, years which had the pandemic in between. Yeah, you know, exactly. It was not... Any yeah, 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 yeah. 
and we've just uh, honestly i have just been blessed with uh, a great team um i'm, I'm sure it's also I, a lot of what you put in gets reflected back i mean it's not no, just of course yeah, yeah. so yeah. we've we've always held um, you know the way we treat our team uh, the way we treat people whether it's customer team as extremely important uh, you know for teams uh, it's always felt like an unspoken responsibility for me that it's not about just making sure they get their paycheck but also making sure the person if they have invested their time and chosen to be with us that we are also responsible for them to grow right and and to sort of really fuel this growth for them to sort of be invested in their growth to push them when sometimes you feel that they are getting complacent mm-hmm. um you know and um uh, a lot of the people like i said you know we have some that have been there from the beginning when we started we were only a team of wow. 15 Uh, yeah but uh, then a lot that came you know in year 2 and 3 are also uh, sort of still with us and um, as you grow of course it gets more complicated you wish that you could spend more time uh, being involved with every single one but i also realized as a person i used to i still am very hands on but yeah. there was a point initially that i used to be so paranoid i couldn't let go of anything you know and then mm. i realized that i'm not doing myself or them a favor because when i step back is when they will step up and True. uh i that that just allowed me to sort of you know step back a little bit empower them um you know more and i think spending enough time with them also automatically makes them behave the way you are and mm-hmm. that's also something that you know one of the nicer things that customers have always told us is that you know your team uh just seems happy and that for me is very important because you you if you feel like that when you're at work you're going to sort of act like that to your customers you know uh, yeah so, i must say that that, uh, that you know when we went to the bandra outlet uh, that day and and yeah. it was four years since my first visit so obviously yeah. i don't think the staff uh, you know knew yeah. us and things yeah. but uh, yeah. you know they were very competent in terms of hmm. taking the order uh, you know yeah. they, you know there was a bigish group so we were in a smaller table so once mm-hmm. the group became left they they suggested we shift to there but we were quite okay, uh, okay in terms of our answering our questions yeah. and you know suggest yeah. making suggestions uh, it was quite yeah. a you know good experience yeah. and uh, yeah. and honestly post covid we had a real struggle in terms of getting more people mm-hmm. on board especially because with geo we needed to increase the team a lot yeah it's um, a big space yeah yeah but what i do feel is that i mean sometimes you may get someone that let's say is not the most fluent in english right but mm. um i think if the hospitality is in place the you know that ethos is in place uh the warmth is there uh customers then tend to be a yeah, little yeah. forgiving and they'll say okay you don't know ask your manager and come back you know yeah or or sometimes or, in or our case start talking in hindi yeah that's yeah. what we sometimes do i mean now yeah. instead of trying yeah. to yeah. you know expect them to be like uh, you know oxford yeah. grads or something because yeah. a lot of the guys yeah. were like very smart and all uh don't yeah. always know stuff and and exactly. often the pe- people who speak hindi and especially yeah. the old hands in you know the gay lords yeah. and all that yeah 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 they know yeah. everything in and out or the the yeah. sea lounge uh, yeah. i also sort of connected with what you said about being from outside the industry because um yeah. i mean it's the same with me uh so while sometimes one felt that a bit of training would have helped no doubt yeah. as you did uh, yeah. but at the same time um not being from the industry you know allows you to sort of define uh, your path or yeah. your way of uh, yeah. you know doing it i i wanted to question, ask you one more a question on on uh, you know uh, marketing because you said that you didn't do much of yeah. marketing and I, i know that in the initial years there was some yeah. uh, pr and probably there is now as well but um, what in your experience helps uh, sustain a brand and also why, i mean the question she asked earlier why not cracker is it the cracker's ball and, and 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 you know <laughs> what what in your experience helps build a brand i mean okay you initially need the noise perhaps but yeah, yeah. so so in fact yeah i to be honest so why, marketing why not is, cracker first why not the cracker system like why the name as in why yeah. the name right yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, i mean honestly it has nothing to do with the ballet or the christmas play <laughs> or anything like that but it was just 
when i was thinking about you know what to name it i just wanted something that was very whimsical that was off yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that didn't have any direct relation it was just a word you know hmm. and uh, i had a very close friend once again the girl that i used to work with uh, before and we were sort of we would brainstorm and every name we came hmm. up with we were like mm. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then she actually her uh, her in-laws or her grand grandparents uh, used to be um, antique collectors and they used to uh, have these pieces that they used to lend out to the museum to 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 yeah. showcase and they were taking out uh, this whole series of ancient indian nutcrackers that were really beautiful like the supari sort of yeah the supari yeah the actual yeah, 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 like really yeah. beautiful cool ones wow. and uh, she just saw them and she's like uh, any nutcracker and i'm like yeah <laughs> you know it just it just it just sounds like it sounds yeah. bad but but yeah i like the ring of yeah. it and it, um, it made me sort of name your uh, Senior cat outside Bandra West uh, Cafe, Nutty yeah. <laughs> <Naughty> Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yes. saw that. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, yeah, yeah. That, and that, and, and that what how... sustains a brand? Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, Kalyan, I am. I have a lot to learn when it comes to marketing. I am not good at it at all. Uh, I no, but you, someone... you, you, you built a brand <laughs> yeah, despite not being good at it. So, uh, but we, we built a brand. Honestly, just. out of love for serving people yummy food and treating our customers with love i mean it may sound very cliched or fairy tale like but mm. my entire focus has in this period has been um that you know i did not even have an fb or an instagram account till someone so the people that we work with now uh they used to have their office down the lane from kalagoda and they're like you know you, do you need a digital marketing agency yeah. and i'm like uh, okay uh, and they like because you don't have you know and uh, you don't even have an instagram account or a twitter account we still are not active on twitter at all i don't yeah, even so, know how to operate it i'm yeah, not yeah. tech savvy uh, so um, so yeah and in covid when covid hit is when i realized okay you know we have to take that digital platform seriously yeah. and began we started ordering in covid it. you know the cheese yeah. sandwiches yeah. and all that yeah. you know yeah. so we yeah. started and once again the pr is every time just before we started uh, we don't even have like just before we opened each restaurant we sort of worked with an agency to just do that initially you know it's covered in the press and few people come in so we've had that just as a like a sporadic thing just like 1 2 3 4 for each hmm. of the restaurants and that's it we don't it's have like a like a check box like a check we, box we we yeah we don't have but but uh, that's cool that's what amir khan does right just before a movie comes out yeah. he come out create some controversy yeah. then go back in <laughs> yeah something to so, do with the name a yeah. <laughs> name starting with a that's right yeah. but 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 to be honest at that time i think that uh we got away with it i think word of mouth did a lot for us and like i said all my focus was just i think even when you spend enough time with customers that engagement counts right it it yeah. carries forward and so i think that's what worked for us initially um now i feel the pressure to sort of take that a little more seriously uh we don't even have uh, like a marketing person in house you know we're looking for someone um and to sort of do it in a more structured way and we feel that i feel that you know the the direction the brand is taking i i need to sort of focus on it more but so far honestly it has like if you see our instagram following it's 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 small you know it's really small and organic and have, vegan it's, yeah. it's organic and vegan <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's so yeah. so i i mean i i just feel that uh, uh it's it's just happened it's just been uh whatever has happened has just taken form out of pure goodwill uh you know um and just customers sort of wanting to be part of you know sort of spreading the word and taking it forward uh but yeah it's something that we have to focus on more now so yeah giving marketing advice is is not a question <laughs> that I, i am the right one to answer no but, but you know what but what yeah. from my uh, experience i'm just going to take one second and switch on yeah, yeah. the light and just one yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, i must say though that uh, it it didn't just happen uh, because from what you said and if i think of like uh, you know even the restaurants we like to frequent and now it will also be my cracker and bandwest for sure it's it's the same things that when you go in uh, of course the food has to be uh, good yeah. and 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 also the way you're made to feel you know it's yeah. it's not uh, whether you're a blogger or anything like that yeah. or or this thing but 
are you made to feel welcome sometimes yeah. you are just a regular visitor so that that happens yeah uh, sometimes yeah. you just think but if you if you're made to feel good uh, you're yeah. comfortable the food is good i think that you know that's what uh, you know and i think that that's what's um, worked for you i i do agree yeah. that uh maybe as a, as a cafe in your case or in my case as a blogger who started 15 years back we have a bit of uh, an advantage versus someone starting today in both fields yeah because there's yeah. a lot of uh, pressure so there is some merit in doing things in a structured way uh, yeah. yeah but but it's okay it's it's uh, you know yeah. yeah great uh so now it uh, is so what it is <laughs> it is what it is and and uh, you know i yeah. also sort of uh, mulled on this a lot and discussed this and all that and and i think that it it all comes down to what you said in the beginning which is clarity on what you want to do and and then uh, you know the yeah. the things uh, you know behind that so for example yeah. if you want to be a cafe of a certain type yeah. then you don't have to maybe do the things which which a chain is is doing yeah. or yeah. Or, yeah. or someone who's just starting off will do because you know, they can afford to do certain things which you um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, you know the the last uh, question, which is that, uh, you know, you you went through uh, and the entire industry went through the you know the COVID period and which was like um, yeah. completely um, you know unforeseen. Yeah. So um, yeah. I don't want to now talk about you know what happened then and and all of that. Yeah. But you know, hoping and uh, this thing that we've come out of that. Uh, yes. Who said it's not a pandemic. So yeah. uh, it's it's in a way like. You know, business two point zero for everyone. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's a new field. There are new players. There are home chefs and and uh, what yeah. So, um, how do you see yourself uh, going ahead and Nutcracker going ahead? That what's going to be the growth strategy? Will will there be some major changes which you think you need mm. to do, or is it like uh, growing the way you did? Um. Mm. Yeah. um so. Uh, for us, uh, the, the one change that I do, of course, see is, um, you know, the proportion of uh, home delivery to, to dine-in, uh, mm. which anyways was a growing percentage even just yeah. before COVID. But, mm. you know, COVID, during COVID, obviously, yeah. it completely uh, moved the other way. But even post-COVID, we have yeah, seen we, that we, we are used to that has gone up, in. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's just the more convenient uh, sort of fast way. And I think that is definitely here to stay. So, um, you know, one part, uh, obviously, that we would like to focus on is, uh, once again, for us, like for me, I don't like it when a customer's first experience with Nutcracker is going to be out of a box versus in the mm. restaurant. Yeah. Because I am yeah, traditional yeah. in my mindset. And I feel like food mm. can never be the same after it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And initially, we didn't have, we, like, we still don't have some menu items on the delivery menu, because we just feel yeah. that, you know, they, they don't stay well. So of course, to sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, create maybe some kind of, uh, or, or, or sort of add on to um, some more uh, things that are delivery friendly. Also, mm. uh, what we started uh, during COVID was, um, you know, a deli range. And with Bandra, we had the option, the sort of opportunity to, uh, you know, showcase that more um so uh, i think those uh, while that area is something that we can look at increasing but essentially the core uh, for us is still uh, the dine in it's still the experience it's still the restaurant uh, what palladium and geo has done for us is they have obviously allowed us larger spaces and mm. being in malls will have that much footfall you know there is um, like when we opened palladium uh, in my head i thought that you know people from south bombay go to palladium and so Let's say 50% of the people uh, will know Nutcracker. But we just realized that there are so many people coming in that didn't know us. And at BKC, once again, I said, okay, you know, because Bandra is here, yes, you know, yes. people will people will know it. But once again, we have so many walk-ins that are experiencing the and brand. And they're, they're completely the different time. malls. Yeah. Because Bandra doesn't have a mall. So if you go to Palladium, yeah. there's also yeah. Phoenix. So you get everything. Yeah, yeah, While yeah, Geo World yeah. Drive is a very exclusive stuff, uh, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, in terms exactly. of brands and, 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 yeah. and all that. Yeah. So so what we're dealing with is obviously we're trying to now uh, figure uh, the structure of, of clients of, uh, mm. you know, how to sort of keep what we do standard, but still be kind of, um, you know, uh, like I said, be dynamic enough to keep adapting in some way within each restaurant to what a customer around that is wanting and is asking for. Um, you know, also with larger spaces, uh, we um, 
like something that I really like and we in fact did do even in Bandra although it was small as some kind of live events I think mm. that it's, it's always nice to do that so in Bandra small as it was we did um, you know we had run before COVID few weeks of uh, stand-up comedy uh, then we did some too. Sundays we did some Sundays with like just you know guitarists playing music uh, in Palladium for the last three months we were working along with Ace of Pubs to do these uh, trivia quiz nights every Thursday we just kicked that off uh, at BKC. Now we're going to be moving in Palladium to live music uh, every yeah. Thursday. So uh, just stuff like that, which was not always possible when it was. And I think what has also happened is that while the food has remained ex- essentially the same, sort of, you know, the core is the same, but Kalaghoda and Bandra work more in terms of the space, like the, you know, the hole-in-the-wall neighborhood yeah, cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. both of these work more on a, you know, casual dining restaurant and bar. Yeah. And so uh, it allows us to have certain events that are fun, that, you know, are engaging for customers, people look forward to, people come back for. You know, we mm. saw that when we did the quiz nights at Thursday, that there would be the same people coming again and again every Thursday night to sort of, you know, take part in them. So it's also nice to sort of build that uh, kind of community of people that is enjoying a certain thing. And there's a lot more that we can do, uh, I think, with the space, uh, you know, with live events, different kinds of things. So uh, and, and people were this... missing people were missing this human touch in the time of yes. social distancing. Yes. So, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that, that that's one part. But, you know, all these Kalyan essentially are add-ons. I mean, mm. you know, for me, it's, eventually it's it's about coming in and experiencing uh, or just enjoying a, a comfortable sort of uh, experience at a restaurant and enjoying your food. Uh, once again, you know, our focus has just always been fresh comfort food. And yeah, in fact, then, uh, that's what I wanted to ask you about, yeah. um, you know, for a bit, is that, when you, you know, you spoke about fresh comfort food, but yeah. your focus has also been on what today, you know, people talk of as clean eating, yeah. plant-based, yeah. vegan, and stuff yeah. like that, which people are waking up to now. And, and yeah. you know, their brands or spaces coming in that. So um, don't you feel that um, you need to sort of uh, shout out and say that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this and I was already doing this. And, you know, yeah. uh, you, you, do you get that feeling? Because, you know, sometimes I, I see that, you know, when yeah. someone's written a piece on biryani, then there'll be five people from five different generations saying, oh, I've written this story already. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know so, what I'm saying, right? Like, it, it is, know, I've been doing vegan since forever. Yeah. 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 I know, I, like like I said, that marketing is 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 something I'm terrible at, and honestly, I uh, just never have the ability to to shout out too much. You uh, know, but, I try... but is it because you 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 feel assured in what you're doing? Like no no sort of uh, you know uh, anxiety just, or or you know. Uh, I don't know if it's that or if it's just as a person. Like a lot of hoo-ha is just not my thing, you know. Okay, so yeah. I, I, yeah. So I, you know, if you remember when we spoke about this, and I'm like, is there going to be video? Like I would rather <laughs> that there was no video and I would be talking because for me, it's always no, the it, brand, the name, and not my audio. face. There will also yeah. be an audio, but yeah. it's, it's sometimes good yeah. to know the yeah. uh, person yeah. behind yeah. the puppeta. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, yeah. of course. So, so like I said that. Uh, essentially what we are is is about that you know we've always tried to sort of steer away from packaged foods doing everything in-house as much as possible staying clear of plastic as far as possible so there are a lot of these and so the the soul it doesn't change you know I think that in terms of now because we're a bigger team uh, in time we've sort of uh, we also when you're small it's hard to always attract the best talent yeah. Right, because you're that tiny and you're irrelevant, and then of course you're vegetarian, and then you know all of that, and you're new to the industry. But as you grow, obviously you are able to sort of uh, you know uh, get on more and more talent. And you, you, um, be, you become KPMG then. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's a far way to go. But 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 yeah. But yeah. yeah. So also then with those teams, uh, you know, when I look at Bombay as a map, I feel that there could be a few other spots that you know we could. Uh, open in and we, we it would fit in and it would work uh, and so also long-term planning is just something that as a person I'm tell at uh, I am very in the moment and your future uh, when I started Kalagoda I like swore that there's no way I'm going to open a second restaurant in my life ever 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 and uh, once again, I think that Siddharth, my husband, is like this this gentle push behind me, you know, all the time. Yes, I mean, yes. you know, you can go on. You need to do more. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you're ready to do more. 
So, yeah. so yeah. So step by and, step. And, and but not not because he wanted uh, you out these... of the house. Not because he wanted you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> not not because he wanted you. But but maybe because for the first time in his life, for the six months I was home, I would be like, Sid, when are you gonna come home? And he would be like, Who who, who is this person for forty years? She's worked like yeah. <laughs> ten and twelve hours a day, and you know, yeah. like uh, he would be the one calling. And uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was always a joke we shared. But yeah. um, uh, but yeah, so I think essentially doing the same thing, but just obviously. uh you know keeping on sort of adding on as we go uh taking uh, sort of uh take, making the most out of uh what we can do you know whether it's in terms of uh, you know a, a product line or whether it's in terms of events so uh, just to make it more engaging more fun to sort of make the brand uh, you know uh, enter into those little sort of uh, segments uh but yeah essentially it is what it is <laughs> yeah it is what it is well uh, it yeah. was absolutely a pleasure uh, chatting with you Annie uh, I I sort of got the feeling that before we started this chat that it would be great fun but it was because uh, you know there were so many things which uh, one felt mirrored in what you said but of course like what you've done is uh, a, a lot more so it's it's inspiration uh, folks there in you know different parts of mumbai uh, kalagora bandraves uh, palladium geo world drive probably in more more places but go <laughs> and check them out if you haven't already uh, the food is fabulous and 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 uh, pure uh and and uh, yeah so it's and and you can also order in and uh, you know any sort of uh, eight birthday plans uh, at at kalakura which we can book forward to yeah so so on um, so we're obviously just uh, doing some fun little decorations inside and then we are doing a, a bunch of giveaways uh, on sunday and monday uh, for customers all customers that walk in and then we also have a little fun jenga challenge so because our seven layer <laughs> cookie like i said is the most popular we've kind of done uh, a jenga challenge with the seven layers so we've stacked them up <laughs> like jenga blocks and uh, we're going to sort of take those boards around to customers and try and get them to uh, yeah take on the challenge and see uh, what they can do before the cookie crumbles uh, <laughs> so yeah just some fun light stuff celebrating with the team more than anything uh you know sharing those moments uh we also finally have uh, taken on a little space as an office till now oh, we didn't have an probably. office so every we were just working out of restaurant so we're just going to mm. do uh, a small little prayer and inaugurate the office uh on that day as well uh and then yeah just uh, teams would be celebrating within themselves at each location mm. we have uh, uh, some fun uh, cricket matches planned uh, for the team members across the board in the next Lovely. couple of weeks so yeah <laughs> uh just keeping it simple <laughs> lovely lovely so wonderful yeah. talking to you um happy birthday happy no happy happy eighth birthday happy eighth and, birthday and, thank and, you kalyan and and my regards and salam to natimai <laughs> yes absolutely uh, we are must... talking of the senior cat outside bandavest she she's who's, who's, and, yeah, yeah she, she's called mao and, and, and she seriously gets a lot of insta coverage can, like it's unbelievable yeah, 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 yeah how yeah. much how much coverage yeah. she gets on insta I mean, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I, i should also sort of plug in that i'm writing yeah. a book in the diary that so. <laughs> i saw that yes 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 <laughs> yes so awesome okay yes. bye so thank thank you kalyan thank Absolutely. you so much Absolutely. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.